This is the Worth Recovery Podcast, featuring women and addiction. Welcome to the Worth Recovery Podcast. My name is Amy. I am a sex and love addict, and I am your host here at Worth Recovery. I have been sober since December 2nd of 2012, and I'm grateful to be back with you today. It's been months, I think almost actually nearly a year since I released um, a podcast episode. Some of you have been incredibly generous and kind and reached out to me or emailed me to see how I was doing or what was going on in my life, why I wasn't releasing podcasts. And some of you I've been able to reply to, some of you I haven't, um, and I apologize for that. It's been a crazy year. Um, some, Some people have assumed that maybe I relapsed and so I quit podcasting or that I don't have anything to say, so I quit podcasting. But the truth is, my friends, that there is not a day that goes by that I don't think about podcasting. Seriously. Not a single day that I don't think about podcasting. And mostly it's because I think about you, uh, the listeners that have listened to my podcast over the years and have found strength and help and courage through the things that I've shared. I think about you, the listeners, in my thoughts and my prayers daily. I hope that you're getting what you need. I hope that you're finding recovery for yourself. I hope that you're finding the resources that you need um, and and that you're finding some place to get the support and help that you need. In fact, I think a lot about what I would want to share with you, what I would want to say as my own recovery journey continues to progress. Um, I Sometimes I talk to you. <laughs> that sounds so weird, but that's true. Sometimes I talk to you while I drive. Sometimes I talk to you as I stare out the window at the trees in my backyard and trying to figure my life out. Sometimes I talk to you as I'm getting ready for another day and wondering what's going on in your life and how you're doing. Months and months, I've been embarrassed to start again, to start podcasting again. I've been thinking, what will people think of me? What will people think about starting over again another time? What will people, are people disappointed in me? I've had so many false starts with this podcast Um, My first two years were so solid, and since then it has been a little bit spotty, a lot spotty recently, but a little bit spotty at the beginning. How many times am I going to do this? How many times am I going to try to share my thoughts on recovery, especially as a woman in sex addiction and love addiction? How many times am I going to try to do this, and how many times am I going to make an effort It was about a month ago that I was having a conversation with one of my coaching clients. Uh, This is a client who has struggled finding sobriety and was starting again, over and over again. And she asked me the question, how many times, Amy, how many times do I start again? How many times do I start again before I just give up? And And then she even said, how many times can I start again? Isn't there like a finite number of starts that we get in the world? And how many times can I do this again? Even now, as I talk about it, I get emotional because I could hear the discouragement in her voice and I could hear the desperation in her voice of, 
how many times, how many times am I going to have to do this? And as she was talking, I also got emotional. And I remember saying with a lot of conviction, as many times as it takes to get where you want to be. You start over as many times as it takes to get where you want to be. And I got emotional with her. And I'm getting emotional now as I talk about this because I realized that that was the case for me too. As many times as it takes. I'm going to start podcasting over and over again as many times as it takes. I'm going to reinvent my life over and over again as many times as it takes to get where I want to be. I will begin again in whatever area of my life that is as many times as it takes to get where I want to be. And as I was talking with her and as I was thinking about it afterwards, I realized that's what I've done my whole recovery journey. My whole recovery journey is one of beginning over and over again. I did that in early recovery many, many times. I failed, I relapsed, I had to start over and pick up and begin again. I did my step work and people told me it wasn't good enough and I had to pick up and start and do it over again. Over and over again. I would try a boundary and it wouldn't work and I'd have to start over again. Over and over and over again. In fact, as I've reflected on this more and more the last few weeks, I, I realize that I believe that the practice of beginning again is one of the single most significant gifts that we can give ourselves. That is the work of recovery. The work of recovery is beginning again, over and over and over again. In fact, I really believe that that is what the universe is trying to teach us. That's what nature is trying to teach us all of the time. Because everything in nature starts over again. Days start over, weeks, months, seasons, years. They all start over again and again and again and again. And no one ever tells nature that it failed because of that. <laughs> no one ever tells nature that it's wrong to start again. No one ever tells nature, oh, not this year. You don't get to start again anymore. You are past your quota of starting again. No one ever tells the weeks that or the months that or the years that or the seasons that. There is no quota. Every year it starts over. Every day it starts over. This is a lesson that the universe or nature is giving to us all the time. And it's a lesson that we can and need to learn over and over again. And that is to have the courage to begin again. I know personally that it can feel so discouraging to start over again. We can ask ourselves and shame ourselves and believe like, oh, why can't I just get this right? Why can't I just make this happen? And I just want to remind you that even when we do begin again, we're never starting exactly over from square one. Because when we choose to begin again, it's with more knowledge. It's with more experience. It's with the idea that we know what didn't work. And so we get to start again. So here I am, my friends, beginning again. I'm a little bit embarrassed. <laughs> I feel like I owe you, my listeners um, and fellow travelers in this recovery journey, an apology. So I'm sorry. I wish I could tell you exactly why I couldn't maintain it and exactly what was going on with me. I have a whole lot of theories, so many theories, and a, little, a few facts, but mostly theories. 
My life has changed drastically over the last few years in so many different ways. I feel like that started with my mom's passing and then just has continued and continued. And I've had to reinvent myself over and over again as things have happened in my life. I went back to school, became a therapist, I became a CSAT therapist. I had my own trauma memories resurface that has been difficult to get through. I've had family issues and all sorts of concerns and things happen. And so I just have gotten derailed over and over and over again. And yet every day I wake up and I think about this podcast and what am I going to do with it? And the truth is I want to continue and I have a lot to say and I have a lot that I want to do. And honestly, I'm afraid I'll start again and won't be able to maintain it like I could before. But isn't that our whole recovery journey? We work, we battle, we try, we cry, we feel, we fall, and then we get up and do it again. We work, we battle, we try, we cry, we fall down, and then we get up and do it again. And that is the whole recovery journey. Over and over and over, we begin again. We re-engage. People ask me, last December, I celebrated 10 years sober. And people ask me all the time, how did I get to 10 years sober? And my answer is always the same. I re-engage. Over and over and over again. I fall, a week goes by, and all my good intentions fall by the wayside. And the next week, I just pick up and re-engage. I try again and I start again. And that is how I got to 10 years, is by starting over and over and over again. I have a quote that I found years ago, and I don't even know who it's by, so shout out to whoever said this the first time. Um, But it says, to progress is to begin again. And one thing I've always said is, I'm on a journey of continual improvement. I'm on a journey of continually improving my life. That requires of me the courage to begin again. It requires the courage to begin again. I want to progress. I want my life to be different. I want the lives of those around me to be different. And so I have to have the courage to begin again, to pick up and start over again. And so how do we find that courage to begin again? I think it's really easy to shame ourselves and get discouraged and to stop trying. We see that all the time in our society and in our world where people just, they've tried and tried and tried and tried and it didn't work out. And so they stopped trying. I've been there. I've done that in different areas of my life where I just give up and I stop trying because it is hard. And, and even though it is hard, it is something the world requires of us. And again, I go back to the nature and the lesson that nature's trying to teach us. That even when we have a bad day, like today it's 104 here in Salt Lake City, even when we have a really hot, bad day, we have to begin again tomorrow. Nature doesn't get a choice. It gets up and it tries again. You've seen those trees. We had a tree in my yard growing up. Half of it was dead. (laughs) But the other half grew every year. Every year. Even carrying all of that dead weight, it would try every year again to be a tree. We can do that same thing. We can try again and we can find that courage. So I just want to offer three small suggestions today 
if this is you and you're trying again, first, well, these aren't my suggestions, but first I just want to say, do it. Try again. That is the work of recovery. That is the work all of us are engaged in, is the work of trying again. We just start over again and try it. As you try and try again, these are the three suggestions that I want to make for you. The first one is to start small. Start small. I <laughs> take it from me. I mean, maybe I tried really hard. Some re I'm a big person. I want to make big changes. I want the whole world to be drastically different than it is. And so sometimes I take that big energy into changing my own life and I sabotage myself that way by making too many changes at one time that I can't maintain. I have found over and over again that the small changes is where the magic is. Um, I recently reread the book Atomic Habits uh, by James Clear. And he talks about finding the 1%. Where can I make a 1% change in my life? And that that accumulates over time to really big changes. All we need to do is find the 1%. Where can I be 1% better? What could I change 1%? Some of the things that I've done in that area. I started by just reading recovery literature for two minutes. I'd set an alarm on my phone. I use my phone for everything. I'd set an alarm, read for two minutes, and when it went off, I'd shut the book. And then I grew that to three minutes, to five minutes, to 10 minutes, to 15 minutes, right? Start small. If you only have two minutes, start with two minutes. Put two minutes every day towards your recovery. The other principle that he uses that I've used a lot in my life is you can skip one day, but not two. He always talks about missing one day is fine, but you can't miss two in a row. And that allowed me to have some grace for myself and to build some self-compassion that it's okay to miss one day. One day is going to happen, but I'm never going to allow that to turn into two days. So start small when you're making these changes. When you're finding the courage to begin again, start small. Find something small and add it to your schedule. My second suggestion is to set realistic expectations. We talk a lot about daily recovery work in the recovery circles and in the rooms. And I, I've done that too. I've, I have lots of podcast episodes on daily recovery work. But here's a secret that I don't talk about a lot is that daily recovery work for me is five days a week. Five days. <laughs> I, I, I know I'm not going to be able to do seven days. It's just not going to happen. My schedule is such that I know that's not going to happen. And trying to require myself to be perfect in that area only led me to more shame and more problems. And so while I call them dailies, my goal is five days a week. Five days a week I do the things that I call my dailies. And again, I practice the whole never miss two days in a row. So it's not like I do Monday through Friday and skip the weekend. I always have to hit a weekend day, at least one. And then I have to hit... Um, you know, four other days during the week. So set realistic expectations. I know I'm not going to be perfect at things. And so I've set an expectation that works for me. Maybe that doesn't work for you. Maybe an every other day approach is a good option for you. But set whatever it is, set some realistic expectations. And make sure that you look about the real, think about the realistic expectations for the outcome as well. 
If I'm only doing two minutes a day, that's going to make a change, but it might not make the significant change that you want in your life. So you've got to think about the expect the outcome and not create some expectations for outcomes that aren't reasonable. So set realistic expectations. So number one, start small. Number two, set some realistic expectations. And number three, use time to your advantage. When I've had to make changes in my life or when I've had to begin again with something, I only commit for a certain period of time. Because I think it can be very overwhelming to think about, I've got to change my life forever. I can never do this thing again ever. Or I'm going to make sure for the rest of my life that I'm going to prioritize my health. Or I'm going to do this thing. Or I'm always going to go to a meeting. Or whatever the situation is. To think about that for the long term and commit to that forever can be daunting. And it can be overwhelming to think about that. And so whenever I make changes to my life, I always commit to a period of time and then I evaluate. For instance, maybe I'm going to do it for a month and then at the end of the month, I'm going to evaluate. Did this help me? Did this hurt me? Do I want to continue this? Do I need to modify it? Do I need to change it? What do I need to do to keep moving forward? The goal is to move forward. The goal is not to do a specific behavior forever. The goal is to move forward in your life, closer to the person you want to be, closer to the life you want to lead. That is what recovery is about. And that requires us to always begin again. And we can use time to our advantage. If we commit for a period of time, I mean, I grew up with the mantra, I can do anything that's temporary. (laughs) So if I commit to a month or even a quarter, and I'm going to say I'm going to do this, and I'm going to focus on it, and I'm going to work on it, and then... At the end, I'm going to evaluate and see, is this actually moving me forward? Or is this, do I need to change it or modify it in order to get there? These three things have really, really helped me in moving forward. Starting small, setting realistic expectations, and using time to my advantage helped me to find the courage to begin again. Because that is the work of recovery. That is the work of life, really is to begin again, to try again. Wherever you're at, we have to have the courage to try again. And I know, like I said, from personal experience, that can be discouraging. I have a list of sobriety dates where I started and all of the dates where I, quote, failed before I found the date that stuck. But we can reframe that. Rather than fail, we can say, That's something that I I learned something about myself in that event that allowed me to try again and move forward. I learned something about myself in that event that that allowed me to try again for another time and to move forward. And I just kept trying until I found the right set of combination of tools and changes and help to where I could maintain a sobriety. I could maintain a change in my life that I've been able to maintain now for 10 and a half years, that change in my life that I am so grateful for. And that is the work of recovery. And so today, I begin again. Pick up the microphone. I've learned a lot about myself. Had a lot of changes. I have a different support system now. I have a different outlook on what I want to accomplish with my life. I've changed careers. I've done so many different things and I'm going to begin again. Might I fall? I might. I might. But even then, I'm going to begin again. 
because that is the work of recovery. Whatever happens, whatever we fall or fail or drop the ball or get a setback, the goal is to pick up, learn something and try again as many times as it takes to get where you want to be. There's no quota. You don't have a certain number of do-overs. It's not a video game with a certain number of lives. You can begin again as many times as it takes to get to where you want to be and to live the life that you want to live. I want to end with this quote from Mother Teresa. She says, Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow has not yet come. We have only today. Let us begin. Let us begin. My friends, let us begin. I hope that you remember that no matter where you find yourself today, no matter how far you think you've gone, no matter how deep into addiction you feel like you've lost yourself, I hope that you remember that you are worth recovery. You are worth beginning again. A hundred percent worth it. You're worth the effort. You're worth the expense. You're worth the time. You're worth it. If you don't believe that, you can rely on my knowledge and my belief until you get there. Remember that I think about you, I pray for you, and I love you. Until next time, Amy. stuff. The mission of Worth Recovery is to dispel shame and build hope in the lives of women struggling with and recovering from sex addiction. I am not associated with any 12-step group, religious organization, or therapeutic clinic. I am an addict sharing my own experiences and recovery.